Hey, this is Greg Steer with an on-the-road edition of Gospelize, the podcast, and excited to have Brian Abbey, good friend. Brian, how you doing, man? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me. And you are like, I mean, you've done so much in youth ministry from being a youth pastor to youth mark, mm-hmm. right? Tell us a little bit about youth mark. So yeah, youth mark came out of my best practices as a youth pastor. As a youth pastor for 18 years, and probably the last 10 of it, um, I kind of contextualized youth mission trips, seeing everybody going overseas and cross borders and things like that. And I thought, what what's the end result? And and most of the time it was, you know, back in the day it was like you had to turn in your disc man or walk man for the week, and then go on a, on an emotional mission trip, come home and go like, oh, it was a great experience, but can I have my now iPhone back, you know, um, and didn't see any transformation taking place. So we contextualized in youth ministry by going into rural America because I thought instead of step down, step away and, you know, teach little kids VBS or soccer and stuff like that, thought, what I, how can I get my students into peer-to-peer relationship where they're actually sharing their faith? So we went into rural places in America and uh, equipped students with evangelism. So every place that we went, we'd basically tell people to gather at the football field tonight at 6. And they're like, why? And I'm like, well, because we're here. Towns of 1,500, 2,000, we'd get 50, 60, 70 kids from that community. Wow. Nothing else was going on. Mm. So our students came back with confidence, having shared their faith in a small town in America. They can come back to their suburban or, or urban high school mm. and had confidence. And my youth groups grew and flourished. So I created an organization, YouthMark, that concentrated on what we called Mission 51, yep. training for the 51 weeks of life outside of the mission trip. So we created a curriculum that walked through the Book of Acts, training the students basically that we are that that messenger for Christ now. And the early church kind of kind of looked at what they did prescription-wise and, and just contextualized it for today. I love that. And that's kind of <clears throat> when we first connected. I yeah. mean, I, that's what we were connecting over. And really a like philosophy yeah. of, you know, that that mission 51. And so many so many teenagers today, you know, they they check the mission trip on the list. Okay, exactly. did my outreach event for the year. Yep. But every day they're surrounded by kids that desperately need Christ. Exactly. So it was instead of us seeing it like as a uh, kind of a reward, you know, that for our summer, we, you know, after a, a year of training, or whatever, we saw it as the catalyst that propelled the next year. Yeah. So like this actually, the mission trip itself was the training grounds for the what you're actually going to be doing in your own neighborhood. Because if you if you look at the Book of Acts in one eight, when Jesus says Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost, the first eight chapters you never see one of the apostles outside mm. of Jerusalem. So I thought, if the apostles contextualized by applying it to their own Jerusalem, why shouldn't we? So if God ever calls us to the uttermost, awesome. But most likely, you're supposed to be called to your own neighborhood. So how would youth leaders find out more information about? Just go to youthmark.com, and uh, I don't think we've updated the website in forever, but that's okay. Just just contact me. We'll figure out an even better deal than what's listed there anyway because mm-hmm. the, the stuff is, it's not so old. It's never, it's, it's, it's evergreen that way that yeah. it's just going through the book Good, of yeah. Acts, but it's not my primary source of income, so I'm not motivated by the sales. I'm, I'm motivated by the impact, and we want to yeah. help, help groups. I mean, a lot of youth, youth, youth groups spend a lot of money on doing across the seas. Yeah mission strips and you know we're pro across the seas mission strips but you could really be across the street or across the state at a lot lower price and have a lot higher impact because it's really about mission 51 it is you know and so just check out youthmark.com get more information about that you and i connected we connected on several different levels you know kind of our belief 
fundamental belief in teenagers and the potential for the gospel, uh, but also the importance of the clear message of God's grace that yeah. we are articulating the you know gospel fluently yep. and clearly. Why do yeah. you think that's important in this day and age? Oh man, I mean, honestly, we we talked about this over coffee earlier. John ten ten, you know, the thief has come to kill, steal, and destroy, but he's come that we might have life. And everything that students are are being bombarded with now, right now, is just confusion of the enemy. Hmm. You know, in terms of even the idea of of being alone and suicide and and depression, all those types of things, I think come as a result of what what the evil one has done to distort the view of of what we're what, what our purpose is, and that is to to make disciples. And and so, um, to me, I think a lot of, of worth and where the students are, when they discover their giftings, when they discover, and, and, and even leadership is such a misnomer because students are thinking, like, I have to be up front, I have to be the man, the woman, or whatever it's. But you think of uh, 1 Corinthians 12 and one body, many parts, when we can actually discover who we are in Christ, what we're gifted to do, and that we're supposed to be a part of a body. Think of 1 Corinthians 1 when, when Paul is addressing Corinth and he says, you've been enriched with, in every way for a life of righteousness. We look at that and go, but I haven't been gifted in every way. He's talking to the body mm. of believers there. Now he's, he's saying, you're holy, sanctified, set apart. It takes 15 chapters to say, you're not living that. But, yeah. but at the beginning, he names who they are. And, and if, if students begin to understand that they are sanctified, we can begin to act sanctified, act out of our sanctification mm. and, and, and almost a reaction to God's grace and mm. going into men. I've been given grace. I want to give grace yeah. to others and to live into that free grace that God has, has given us and to see what part you play in that. Mm. So we need people to lead in mercy. We need people to lead in hospitality. We need people to lead in teaching. But all of us have been called to do the work of an evangelist. Mm -hmm. So even though I'm not gifted in evangelism, and it literally is not my number one, it's it's in my top three still, but I'm, I'm called to do that. I'm called to show mercy. And that doesn't show up in my mm. spiritual gifts list. <laughs> yeah. I don't have Me it. Me neither. <laughs> But, but I, th I really do think that whole concept of that being a response to the grace of God and it's how we contribute. And when students feel that, I'm part of this collective effort. Yeah. You know, they don't feel alone. Yeah. Uh, they, they're fueled by grace, not by law. Yeah. Not by trying to earn their salvation or keep their salvation or even prove their salvation. Yeah. But because they're thankful for their salvation. And then it's a team sport. We're yeah. going together. I think we've forgotten that the, it's not just that the gospel saves. The gospel transforms. Yeah. Ultimately, that's, I mean, it is like we're going to trust God for salvation, but we also have to trust him in the sanctification yeah. process. And yep. it transforms us. Mm. So your journey has been a pretty crazy journey. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've spent time uh, youth leader. You've been uh, youth mark. You've yep. done uh, youth specialties. Yeah. We're, well, we're here at the, actually Youth Specialties National Youth Workers Convention. Yep. Um, and um, now you are... You're working with a group called Slingshot. Yep. So, Killing Giants. <laughs> there you uh, go. What is, tell us a little bit about Slingshot. So, Slingshot, and even my role with YS, um, mm. what, I, what I was called to do with YS was coaching and, and doing placements. So, kind of the e-harmony for the church and a youth pastor. Yeah. Um, I, help, I help churches when they're in the time of, of transition between youth leaders. And so, youth leaders are out there that are thinking, man, you know, I think it's time to become a youth pastor, or I'm looking for a new place or whatever. I'm, I'm a great person to contact, because that's my role with Slingshot mm. now, um, is I'm, I, I went over to Slingshot shot and working with churches with not just the coaching of youth pastors but even the placements of them in the whole next gen lane so i get to work with anywhere from 
probably 20 to 30 churches exclusively each year on on helping them bring in that now gospel-oriented youth pastor who's, who's going, man, I want to see transformation work mm-hmm. of the gospel in such and such church. And then I get to work with um, on the coaching side as well. Yep. That's really kind of helping somebody move from A to B, B to C, C to D. Sometimes you're just feeling stuck. Um, and the, the beauty of it, Greg, is that you know my own personal DNA and how I bleed out the gospel is like I get to be an influence in yeah. those lives. And, and so my passion is still Mission 51, but the contextualization for it is I'm, I'm really good at connecting and networking. And yeah. so I'm able to capitalize on both of those now. And I think also help, you know, uh, coach and guide pastors and church leaders yeah. as well as youth leaders. You know, hey, this is the kind of youth ministry you, you want to have to yeah. thrive. So it's really cool. And then you're also... Uh, you're also involved with uh, this Christian school initiative yeah. with Tim Eldred. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so Tim and I have been doing stuff, just side projects for years. And so one of these things that we just kind of happened upon, um, Association Christian Schools International, ACSI, uh, worked with us about six years ago and said, hey, can you do these one-day leadership conferences for middle school students? So about uh, every day for those six days straight, about eight to 10 schools bring about eight to 15 students each converge on for a one-day conference where we teach middle school leadership, you know, Mm -hmm. basically 1 Corinthians 12, helping understand uh, who they are in Christ and then how they can make an impact in their community, in their own schools, in their own churches. So uh, about five years ago, we did six and and then that changed to 10 and then 17 of these. And next year, we're going to be doing close to 25 throughout the country. So it, it is, it's awesome. I love so middle schoolers. You, you basically get 8 to 10 Christian schools from an area. Yep. To, you kind of send their best to the best. Yeah, so when we come to Denver next year, you know, we're gonna, we'll probably have 8 to 10 schools from that greater Colorado Springs to uh, North Denver area that will converge, you know, at, at one of the Christian schools there with 8 to 10 of their students. Yeah. The leadership kids, basically. Yeah. Could be their ASB, could be just kids that were elected, whatever. And we spend a whole day with them, helping them discover their own giftedness, their own character traits, who God's made them to be, and then how they can team together to make an impact on their community. Christian schools are loving it because it really is kind of a development thing um, where they then make an impact in their community. And then the school goes, and people in the community go, oh, man, that school is making a difference. Well, and, you know, I mean, I know this. My kids both go to a Christian school. If you have a core of... Christian teenagers in that school that are on fire for Christ, yeah. it, it, it becomes a thermostat for the rest of the school. If you don't, yep. then it gets cool spiritually. Yep. And so really, really important. It only takes 10%, man. 10%. The 10% rule. <laughs> so how would people find out more information about Slingshot, but also about this Christian school initiative? Yeah, so slingshotgroup.org is our is the Slingshot website. And then, uh, honestly, the middle school leadership one, I mean, you can look up stuff through ACSI, but leaderwalk.com is, is we, we branded leaderwalk. So leaderwalk.com has all the information. Um, what we do, Tim and I do with the ACSI schools, we, we do for churches as well. So um, we do a one day a Saturday, um, all day. And we've had a few churches because they we did the schools the churches have come and yeah, said hey yeah. we want want to do this so and not so. just christian schools but Correct. also the church so yeah. leaderwalk.com yep great exactly anything any parting words or uh i just want to encourage youth leaders that are listening to this continue to uh you know check out this podcast continue to be encouraged by the, the resources dare to share such a great partnership um that that greg and i have and excited that uh, i've had the opportunity to be on here with you all right brother thanks, thanks so much brian abby I like using your first name and your last.
Thanks. That's Awkward. all I've got to say Awkward about that. Awkward is awesome, Greg. Awkward is awesome. That's where I live.